Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to Life at Peace. This is your host, Sydney, and I really hope y'all have had a great couple of weeks since the last episode. Hope you got the chance to rest and be productive and also... I hope you got to do something a little outside of your routine just to shake things up a little bit. But in this episode, we're back discussing peace and the priorities. So I was in the Corps of Cadets at Texas A&M, and we were always up early for PT, which is physical training, military-style training, or band practice, because I was also in the band. Uh, I played piccolo, and then as a senior, I was one of the 12 bugle rank members that got to lead drills across the field and... Yeah, it was it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. But as part of that organization, we took a lot of trips. We traveled all the time across states and to different events and occasions. We had parades, reviews, performances, you know, and then the good old halftime shows. And I remember many, many days and nights coming back from those trips and just being totally knocked out on the bus or the plane because we were so wiped from what we had just done. On top of all that, I was a psych student, so my major was pretty heavy on the reading and writing. I always had papers and research labs due, you know, that whole kind of thing. But miraculously, I was able to balance band and school. Uh, Because let's be honest, if you're listening to this and you are or were a band kid, then you understand that school is pretty much just band with a few other classes mixed in. And looking back, I believe one of the reasons I could find a balance was that I prioritized sleep. No matter what was going on or how busy or crazy things were, after a point, I just had to say, you know what, forget it, I'm tired, I'm going to bed. And I did that on many, many occasions. Now I should probably add in that I'm not a night owl by any stretch of the imagination, Um, I didn't pull a single all-nighter through college because I just couldn't do it. On Saturdays, I never set an alarm because I can always count on waking up before 7.30, naturally. That's just what my body does, and I I attribute that to all the years of waking up at (laughs) 5 and just going on for 17, 18 hours, not getting to bed until around 10.30 or 11. But during my undergrad years, sleep was very important to me especially with the constant um, 18-hour days, so that's what I chose. Now, we all have the opportunity, or it can also be viewed as a responsibility, to prioritize. One of my favorite artists of all time, Andy Minio, said it best on his latest album. Priorities are pretty much what comes first, what comes last, what's right now, and what's going to last. And you can go listen to the song. It's called Priorities on his uh, Neverland 2 album. But he was right. Prioritizing is really just uh, ranking things, opportunities, and people in your life from most to least important. And (laughs) with regarding people, hear me out, I'm not talking about the value of someone's existence. Um, Which makes me think of, you know, back in the early 2010s, and this is really for my fellow 20-somethings out there that might remember this, but on Facebook... And I made my Facebook account in 2010, which looking back, I'm like, oh, wow, that was a mistake. But in early in the early 2010s, I remember there was something going around Facebook where people would post on their status, rate, date, hate. And if you liked their status, then they would do one of those three things, or they would, I guess, they would tell you which one of those categories you fell under. So specifically, the rate one you'd be rated from 1 to 10, which I'm thinking back on that now, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. 
as horribly damaging to self-esteem. But it existed. And so that's just what I thought of thought of just now with um the you know prioritizing people. But that's not what I'm getting at. It's the time and the attention that we devote to people is what needs to be prioritized. So out of the people that are in our lives, who do we need to give our attention to first and foremost, then who comes after that? Now, in school, and speaking of the people part in school, most of us knew and understood that getting a degree was the main reason we were there. But a lot of times what we chose or what we prioritized was having fun and just hanging out with our friends Um, and definitely doing that over studying. That was way more appealing. And I'm not pointing any fingers because I did the same thing. I mean, I made some awesome friends in college and I wanted to hang out with them every chance I got. But fast forward to today and I'm a working adult juggling time with Jesus, grad school, podcasting, fitness, a social life and other hobbies. And many of my good friends no longer live locally. They don't live close. Um, People have moved out of state and out of the country even. And so um, just prioritizing hanging out with friends, that has shifted drastically. But even with everything else I've got going on, it's still a lot. And I know there are plenty of people out there that are doing way more than I am. But the bottom line is that everyone's busy and preoccupied with life. So if we're not careful, it's pretty easy to let things slide to the bottom of the priority list, no matter how important they were when they first made the list. So I really want to talk about now um, having a cluttered life, Um, because I think if your life has a lot of clutter going on, if there's a lot of junk and just distractions in it, then I think that can really make it difficult to organize priorities. And so what I mean by clutter is really just, um, it can be things, uh, commitments, or even people that are just not really adding any value to your life, but they're they're just there taking up space. (laughs) And maybe you've gotten used to them being there. And so it's easier just to allow them to stay rather than, you know, taking action and being proactive to uh, rearrange how you do things or, or your approach to uh, handling your commitments or, you know, the type of friends that you decide to associate with. So, um, like I said, I believe that the more stuff you're trying to juggle, the harder it is to order your priorities. Um, so that just makes logical sense. Um, two years ago when I, uh, I had recently graduated, I graduated in 2019. So in 2020, a couple of years ago, um, you know, I got my job and, for a while, like it was a big adjustment because I was coming out of school. I was a fresh grad and just learning how to do the whole um, eight to five work thing. And so I would do my you know eight to five shift and I'd finish work. And then I realized I don't have anything that I need to be doing right now. This feels awesome. And so after like five o'clock, I just had all this free time to do whatever I wanted with. And so fast forward to last year, 2021, I started my grad program. And suddenly, (laughs) um, summer 2021, when I started getting schoolwork again, um, it became, you know, it became more of a balancing act. So I went from just having to think about work and then, you know, my hobbies and stuff to now I've got work, school, and then I squeeze in whatever time I have for hobbies after that. So each new activity or responsibility that we take on cuts into our time and our energy. So the more that we add onto our plate, the more divided our attention gets. 
and just the more energy we have to muster up to give our best effort to each of those things. And I've observed in my generation, though I'm sure that this applies across age groups, that there's just a lot of pressure to do a lot and to stay busy. And that's something called hustle culture, which I'm not going to get into too much right now because that's for a future episode. But if we buy into that, we can find ourselves running around being mediocre or just straight up bad at a lot of things rather than great at a few things. When our attention is split between so many different elements of work, personal life, family life, social life, and spiritual life, something is going to be compromised. And it could be the time that you spend with God. Maybe like this happened with me on several occasions, I would just be so busy and and it was so preoccupied with everything else happening during my day that I would just squeeze in a couple minutes to talk to God and be like, all right, hey God, well, thanks for today. I'm going to bed now. Good night. And I would just, you know, talk to him real quick before jumping into bed, which nothing is wrong with that in and of itself. But if you constantly find that, you know, God is getting squeezed to like the the bottom of your list or you're you're barely having time for him because of everything else that's going on in your life. That might be an indicator to reassess what you have on your plate. Um so if we have too much going on, our time with God could be compromised. Work performance. Um maybe you show up to work consistently late or when you're at work, you're just not fully engaged and you're you're just mentally checked out uh because you're you have a lot weighing on you. Um, your relationships with your family, your friends, maybe those people in your life aren't getting as much of you as they could be. And then most importantly, well, um, I would say second to your time with God, but your health, um, physical, mental, or emotional could really take a toll if you don't prioritize taking care of yourself before running around trying to help everyone else with their lives. (laughs) So it's really important to find a balance between everything that you have going on, because if not, then you will find yourself burnt out. And uh, there are going to be areas in your life that suffer as a result. So if you feel you have clutter in your life, um, really the best thing to do would just be to take the time to evaluate what you've got going on and how it fits into the person that you want to be or become. If possible, just pick a few things that you really want to excel at and focus on those. In Luke twelve thirty four, Jesus says, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The things that we treasure are the things that we spend time, money, and energy on. So take inventory of that. We can tell people all day long about the things in our lives that we prioritize, but whatever we do and gravitate toward will be the real confirmation, because at the end of the day, our actions betray what's going on in our hearts. Now, going back to my time in the core. I remember all cadets had to take um, what were called SOMS classes, and SOMS stands for School of Military Science. And in one of them, I can remember discussing the difference between uh, things that are important and things that are urgent. And I think I remember it so well because I had never made a distinction between the two until that point. But pretty much the takeaway was that it's possible for things to be important but not urgent. And that has helped me in keeping my own priorities in order. The urgent things have to get done right away, while important things may or may not have to. So, for example, what I think of with that is my family. Um, My family is very important to me, uh, but it's not always urgent that I spend time talking with them. Um, Maybe if I've got some, maybe there's a deadline I have to meet or some assignment that I have to work on. 
um, that's more pressing. And so I'll, I'll devote my time to that, for example. But I know my family is important, but it's not always urgent to have family time. And that's just my example. You know, maybe you feel differently or maybe there's something else that you can think of regarding that. But the difference between important and urgent has been really helpful to me. So whenever we're intentional with devoting our time and attention to the appropriate things at the appropriate moments, we will probably find that we're more productive, more energized, and in a better overall position mentally, emotionally, or physically to honor the commitments we've made or responsibilities we've taken on. Um, I like to think that prioritizing affords us some degree of control, though not much, (laughs) over what's going on in our lives and how we respond to it. So really, if you take the time to prioritize, you can really kind of gain some semblance of control of your life. And I'm very hesitant to say that just because prioritizing is not a guarantee that everything is going to function the way that you're expecting it to, because that's just not going to happen. And I'm definitely not about to get on here and uh, claim that for (laughs) y'all. So prioritizing really is just, it's really just for your own peace of mind to, to know that you can wake up each day and have a set approach um, and just have a plan of attack for the things that you have on your to-do list or just any daily tasks. So it helps bring a sense of order to life because you can have a clear vision of what your day can look like, what your week, what your month, um, etc., however far ahead of a planner that you are. And really, most importantly, prioritizing, um, as I kind of alluded to earlier, can bring us a peace of mind, which is really invaluable. Because in a perfect world, all of us would have endless time to do everything that we want or need to do. But in reality, we have to constantly choose how we want to juggle all the moving parts of our lives. And as if that's not challenging enough, priorities shift over the course of life. So things that are important to you now may not be in five to ten years. And things that used to be important to you, well, things that used to be important are not important anymore. So shifting priorities really can just be a sign of maturity or that you're entering a new season of life. Um, And I can, yeah, I I see that now. (laughs) I I know uh, one quick example I can think of is just when I was younger, as I think probably most of us can can confirm, um, my idea of having fun was, you know, going outside and just running around playing with the neighborhood kids and maybe going to the the playground and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and I thought, because I remember asking my parents one time, like, how do adults have fun? <laughs> and my mom, she told me that, you know, they talk and they catch up and they just, you know, enjoy each other's company. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's so, that sounds terrible. That's so boring. But now <laughs> that I am an adult, um, you know, the, the priority... I guess my idea of having fun really is to just to know that my friends are okay and just to talk with them and and just see how life is going generally. I lo- I love to hear about how people are doing and you know the new things that they've got going on in their lives. So and yes, I still like going outside and uh, and <laughs> not playing necessarily but enjoying being outside, riding my bike, exercising, whatever. But just the idea of always having to run around and play with friends and stuff, that was important to me at a time. But now, I mean, shifting priorities, I, again, have a full-time job. I'm in grad school, and I have a whole bunch of other hobbies that I try to keep up as well. So um, even just from for being in my 
uh, 20s now, um, I've already noticed how priorities can shift uh, tremendously. So um, with all of this, it's important to also have the correct priorities. So it's one thing to, you know, get serious about prioritizing, but you also want to have the correct priorities. And so what does that mean? Well, in Philippians 4.8, the Bible says that our thoughts should be fixed on whatever is true, honest, just, pure, lovely, and praiseworthy. Which leads me to believe that if those are the types of things we should be thinking about, then it only makes sense that our actions should align with those types of thoughts. So whatever, we, um, whatever our goal is to prioritize in life, we need to make sure that it aligns with things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, and praiseworthy. Whether that's you trying to raise your family or lead your family, whether it's you trying to grow a business or finish school or lose weight or spend more time with your friends and family um, and, and working on those relationships, whatever your priorities are, they should all be um, approached with a, um, with a pure motivation and um, the way you approach prioritizing should align with uh, what Philippians 4.8 talks about our thoughts should be fixed on. Now, and that's, the next question would be just how to prioritize. And that's something that you'll have to answer. <laughs> um, everyone's lives look you know, drastically different. And so the things that are important to one person are maybe not as important to someone else. So whatever you've got going on in your life, the best way to prioritize would just be first take inventory of everything that's going on. And it's up to you to decide what is the most important. What should come first and what should come last? Um, what are the things that are urgent? What's important? What are things that you want to do but you know, don't necessarily need to get done right now. And so prioritizing is really just a, it's truly just a lifelong art <laughs> that we, that we spend our lives trying to, uh, trying to learn and perfect. Um, Cause just to rehash, you know, priorities shift and, um, you know, things are going to, the importance of, of certain things is going to change over time. But yeah, how to prioritize, just take inventory of what you've got going on. And figure out, um, in your opinion and in, in your view and your knowledge of your circumstances, what is the best way to approach these things and, and how do they need to be ordered? So, uh, just to kind of bring this all home, when we don't prioritize well, we run the risk of spreading ourselves too thin, being irritable, stressed, and not able to give our best effort to anything we do. And as busy and distracted as everyone is, Perfecting the art of prioritizing may just be a lifesaver for many people. And as Christians, we especially need to be careful of what we choose to give our precious time and attention to, because we're to be good stewards of the gifts, opportunities, and people that God has placed in our lives. And I want to leave you all with this. Um, this was some time ago, my mom and I were having a conversation, which I don't remember what, what about <laughs> conveniently, but I do remember that she told me, don't just let life happen to you, but make choices that will help you grow into the person you're trying to become. And that has stuck with me all this time. Like, I don't remember how long ago the conversation was, but uh, it was at some point, And I just, I love that advice that she gave because just the idea of letting life happen to you, you just wake up and nothing's planned. You don't, 
you're not intentional about anything and just stuff just comes at you and you just let it happen. I, I just, I love the idea of just fighting against that and really taking control over the things that you can control in your life. And so that's what my mom was getting at is don't just let life happen to you, but make choices um, that can help you grow into who you're trying to be. And prioritizing is really one way that we can accomplish that. And I believe um, if you make the decision to actively prioritize and um, really focus on what's important in your life and devote your attention to those things accordingly, then you will experience the peace of mind that is waiting on the other side of that decision. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really hope you enjoyed and got something out of this episode. Be sure to share this with your circle and download this podcast to your library and Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. This is also on Spotify. And um, I just thank you all so much for the support so far. Stay tuned in two weeks, uh, February 23rd. I'll be back with you guys with some new content. And um, until then, I hope you have a blessed and productive, fruitful, restful, anything else positive next couple of weeks. See y'all next time.